Innovative Financial Planners, LLC, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. The following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, wherever you may be listening and however you may be listening. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. It's all we do, folks. And we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 7.30 right here on this wonderful station, KZIM, KSIM. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about it. And I'm going to bring in Tony Shore here this morning. Good morning, Tony. I've heard of that guy. Uh, Tony Shore, yeah, I'm here, uh, and yeah. I'm having fun already with you, Brock. Hey. I mean, I learned something. I always have fun. I've been looking forward to this show all week, and I've had a busy week, so I'm looking forward to this, uh, kind of putting everything else aside and just hanging out on the radio for a little bit. How about you? How have you been? Good, good. You know, uh, I feel like, you know, things are starting to get back to somewhat normal here and feel like that, you know, some businesses are opening and it's just good. You know, we had dinner out. It was like, wow, haven't done this in a long time. You know, you forget, you you take those things for granted, you know, so it's, it's good to hit the reset button and understand and value what's important. But uh, it's also nice to get back to doing some fun things like that. So sure. Anyway. So, so you actually ate out at a restaurant we how did. did. How did that go? I mean, was it uh, was it pretty busy? Were there a lot of people, or were you able to maintain no. social distancing? Yep, we were doing the social distancing thing, um, and you know, as far as the tables are concerned and whatnot, and uh, you know, and there wasn't a whole lot of people, so the answer is sure. no to that. Sure. Um, but but I was just it's it's good. I'm I'm proud of these guys that are that are doing it, but making sure that we're still staying safe. That's the key, right? I mean, yeah. Let's use some common sense here. There's a way to get this done. There's a way to you know be be both you know pro economy and pro health. I mean, <laughs> let's throw our differences aside and just use common sense. So uh, anyway, I'm really excited about today's show, Tony. But before we get to it, I want to tell people that you can go. To our website. Okay. It's the innovative team.com and you can download our new Roth conversion information guide. Okay. It's right there on the front page and uh, really excited about that because you know, Tony, I preach Roth IRAs all the time and being able to convert traditional assets to Roth assets. Uh, it, it could be a, a wonderful thing for a lot of people and be very beneficial financially. Uh, it's not right for everybody. But anyway, that guide is going to give you some great information. There's also past shows on there. And as always, you can buy my book called The Last Paycheck, uh, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Uh, so give us a call, too. If, if, if You know, a lot of great information out there. But if you're like, hey, I need to take this a step forward. I want to take control of my future. 
I want to make sure that my family is protected. I want to reduce my tax bill. I want to social security benefits. I want to maximize them. If you want to do those things, okay, the only real way to do that is to get a plan. Okay. So let's sit down and have a conversation about your situation and we can put together a plan to get you started on the retirement of your dreams. So give us a call 573-332-7855. Okay. Or go to our website or shoot me an email. I mean, if you want to get a hold of me, there's multiple ways to do it. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, let's get into today's topic. What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, it sounds good. Wait, you're asking me what we're going to talk about? Uh, this is a <laughs> role reversal. Um, I Before the show, you mentioned uh, bad financial habits and how, you know, meeting with people and working with so many people over the years, you've seen it all. Uh, so we're going to go over some bad financial habits and how to break those habits. And we all have them, right? I mean, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And, 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 you know, I think that our listening audience is the smartest audience in the world. So they probably are already aware of these and did not make them or learn from them. And, and, but just in case, just in case we're going to go ahead and go over these fun, bad financial yeah. habits and, and teach people how to break them and all of those things just in case there's a few listeners out there that need to hear it. Okay. That's right. That's the deal. So I'm <laughs> really excited about this topic, but so, so here's the deal. When, when you have uh, bad habits in your life, whether it's financial or not, okay. The, the practice of knowing that these are bad mistakes, first of all, realizing, recognizing the problem here, and then saying, okay, what can we do to make sure that we don't do these things again? And it's all about habits. What is, how long does it take to, on average, to create a good habit or even a bad habit, really, in the habit period? 21 days. Okay. Studies have shown it takes about a month, okay, to really create a good habit if you're doing it on a consistent basis. So let's roll up our sleeves and talk about some of these bad spending habits because, Tony, You've heard me say it. It's all about how much money you spend. You can you can save all you want, and uh, you know you can you can try to maximize your Social Security benefits and do all the things you should do, but none of it matters if you spend too much money. So let's get into that and and talk about the first topic here today. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I like to think I'm good with my money and that I don't make too many impulsive or unwise financial decisions, but yet I know, I know they're there. And I suspect like most people, uh, if I really went through things, I'd probably find some financial choices that make me cringe. Um, and I think, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I so, so, uh, what's some advice you have for us on this today? Okay, so the first thing, and I've talked about this in my book, the first thing we need to do is discern between a financial need and a financial want. In other words, look at everything that you're doing, any purchase that you're going to buy, and say, do I need this or do I want it? And it's okay to have wants, okay? It's, I'm not saying wants are bad, but we've got to prioritize, so we got to realize, okay, let's write down what wants are and what needs are, number one, and then take it a step further and go, okay, let's prioritize the needs first. We got to have those first, you know, the three needs are what? Food, shelter, and clothing. Um, and, and so, but, but then we say, okay, let's get into the ones column. 
Now let's prioritize those. Okay, so in other words, we're starting our list of needs and wants, and then we prioritize them into the right order or what you would see as the right order. Okay, so in other words, if you want to buy a new car, okay, we got to have transportation. Um, let's, let's prioritize it. Okay. Do we have some other needs and wants, but where's it at? And let's create a plan to save so we don't get a loan. Um, or if you do get a loan, let's make sure that's within the budget. Okay. Ideally you would not though, right? We want to pay cash for cars. So, so I think that's the first step, Tony, is to say, okay, we're going to create a spending plan, a budget, and, but we're going to do it with this, uh, in mind, creating a need, and creating wants and prioritizing them. So that's the first thing I would say. Well, I like how you break it down like that into needs and wants, and, mm-hmm. and then you can allocate your money appropriately and come up with a plan from there, right? I mean, and it's good to have an overall strategy, and that's what you help so many people do. Uh, so that makes perfect sense. What's next? Yeah. So the next thing I would say, actually, I'm going to go back real quick here, Tony, and say, um, some statistics to to say that people are not making the right decisions, right? So seven bad habits you need to break now. It was actually a recent article that was on nerdwallet.com. I don't know if you've ever seen their or been to their website. Oh, yeah, it's a great It's actually one. some really good information. Yeah. Um, but it says that one in five Americans spend more than they earned, and another 38% are just breaking even. So wow. we don't want to be in that category, right? We want right. to make sure that we're not spending more than we're making. That would be uh, golden rule number one, right? Don't spend more than what you make. So uh, from there, you can take a look at other things. Okay, so let's take on the number two here that you you know hinted towards, which is building your credit, okay? Um, you want to make sure that obviously, and this is again, I know these are some of these are obvious, but make sure that you're paying all your bills on time because your credit score will depend on that. Okay. And so how to build credit, you want to make sure that, you know, you have the appropriate credit score, for example, because if you're going to go buy a house, okay, your rate will depend and amount of money you have to pay each month will vary based on your credit score. Okay. And again, we want to make sure that we're only using credit for things like houses, right? I mean, uh, if, if, if you get into a situation and, and, you know, hey, there's many of authors out there. You know, there's a guy in Nashville that has his own system. Look, whatever system works for you, the cash system, uh, putting money in envelopes, uh, you know, whatever it is, make sure that you have a system to say, okay, at the end of the month, we should have 200, 300, 400, whatever the dollar amount is left over to save or to, you know, do whatever you're going to do. Maybe you have a short-term goal of buying a car. That's okay, but we got to have a system. Okay. It's a, it's called a process. You know, Tony, one of the things that, that I changed about six years ago in my business is that we created a system and we know exactly, for example, when someone comes in, we're going to talk to them about X, Y, and Z. Then we're going to say, you know, this is our next step. we got to fill out a questionnaire. Then we go through all the planning process, and it's just clockwork, okay? every We have a system and a process as to how we help people, and it works for them, and it's definitely worked for us too. You know, it's just good to be organized and have processes and systems in place. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It is, and those systems, they keep you on track, 
And that's the key right there because a lot of people uh, really uh, make a lot of simple financial mistakes or just get off track too easily. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I speak from experience. So you have to have a plan in place. And, you know, I hate to use the B word budget, but sometimes you have to look at where you're at and know where you're at. Uh, what's next? What do you have for us next? Yeah. So that same article, uh, they brought one out. I, I, I love this and I hate this. So I have a love hate relationship with this next one. <laughs> the article notes that complaining about your paycheck is another financial bad habit that many people share. Yeah. Tony, you know this. Complaining <laughs> does not solve anything. Okay. That's right? true. You know this. Yep. If you think you're underpaid, go to your supervisor and and you know, go within a plan. Don't just go complaining. Go to him with a or her with a plan to say, This is why I think I'm underpaid, and this is why I think I could, you know, earn more money. You could pay me more, and this would be the end result. You'll make more money. You know, I mean that the point is have a plan and go take care of it. Don't just complain about something. This is the same lesson that I teach my boys. You know, I've got a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old boy. And 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 I say the same thing. Don't complain. Okay? If you think you deserve a better grade, go to your teacher and tell them why. Okay? Um, uh, you know, here's the other deal. If you don't get the raise you deserve, start looking for another job. Yeah. You know, there's ways to do this. And complaining is definitely not one of them. (laughs) Today, we're talking about breaking bad financial habits that uh, plague so many of us and so many Americans out there. And I think it's been a really interesting conversation so far. So what other strategies for breaking bad financial habits do you have for us? Yeah, Tony. So I recently read uh, a great article in U.S. News and World Report, and it's five ways to break your bad money habits. Okay, and it highlighted some of this information that we're talking about today, which I love because really this is getting back to the fundamentals. This is the blocking and tackling of a financial plan is 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 really referring back to your financial habits, spending habits, good and bad. Uh, But the article brings up the importance of setting realistic goals, which I absolutely agree with. And here's the most important thing about goals. You know, we have these conversations a lot in our house and in with our clients and with our friends. Look, we know that we all want to have certain things and do certain things. And that's, I mean, that's what a goal is. But what we really need to do is focus on the process. Okay. How do we get to that goal? It's great to say, hey, I want to have a million dollars in five years or 10 years or in retirement. But how are you going to do that? That's the real important. That's the nuts and the bolts. That's the meat and potatoes is how do we, how do we create that goal? How do, how do we make that goal happen? What are the steps we're going to take? Well, we're going to put 10% in our retirement account. We're going to average 5% rate of return. We're going to, you know, there's all these variables that are there that we will help you with and make sure that you understand that, yes, this is the goal, but it's not realistic. Okay. Uh, so let's be realistic and let's get the process as to how we're going to get to those goals. And the, the that's the financial plan. That's it right there. That's okay? awesome. Yeah, I think that's really important. And uh, moderation in all things is good. Uh, what else uh, do you want to talk about? Yeah, so we were talking about technology earlier. One of the other things I'd love people to do is track their spending, okay, which is something I've always been an advocate for. 
don't just quick mental inventory of what you think you've been spending lately. You know, one of the things that I say in my book, uh, Tony, is when you're looking at your spending, okay, you, you know, so it's, here's, a, here's a great example. You questionnaire that I was referring to, you write down what, you, what it takes for you to maintain your lifestyle now and in and through retirement. So factoring in things like taxes and inflation is important. Um, but, but what really uh, it's interesting is I have a exercise then for them to do to verify that number. And that exercise is to say, okay, let's go to the online banking. Okay. They, they have made it so easy, right? You go to your online banking, you pull up this, your last month's statement. They've already, the bank's already done all the work, right? They add up all your debits for you and all your credits and then, you know, tell you what you started with. And now this is what you've ended with. And so that, that debits line, they total that up for you as well. Take that number, write it down. Do last month, same thing. Do it for the last 12 months. You know, you could do get away with six, but 12 is more accurate, right? Because then it can factors in like vacations that you might not have had in the last six months. So for the last 12 months, you write down all those numbers, add them all up and divide by 12. That's going to give you your average spending that's real, not a spreadsheet that says, okay, I'm going to do, you know, here's my utilities and this is my average bill. No, this is the real story. <laughs> this is how much you're really spending. Right. And Tony, it is... It is, uh, I cannot tell you how many people have come back and go, wow, I had no idea how much money I spent on entertainment. I had no idea how much money I spent on eating out. I had no, you know, because look, the debit card, think about that. You know, you go swipe it, it's 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 25 bucks. And you think, oh, that's not that significant, right? Right. It is because it all adds up. Personally, Tony, I think the debit card has been a destroyer of our, you know, financial responsibility for a lot of people because they just don't. It's too easy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you just swipe that thing, swipe that thing. And believe it or not, you know, 30 days later, here we go. And we're up to two thousand dollars on whatever. So so what I would recommend is you track your spending. There's lots of services out there, Mint and some others that will help you do this on an automatic basis. They'll, they'll, they'll categorize your spending for you and tell you exactly where you're at. Yeah. So uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think having a visual on what you're spending is a really good way to understand where your money is going. And so you, that'll help you break some of these potentially bad habits. And I think tracking what you're spending on food, clothing, housing, and necessities and and some uh, unnecessities, <laughs> some things that aren't right. necessities, uh, will help you determine what those you're spending. Those are your spending. wants. Yes, yeah. those are your wants. Yeah. yeah. So what um, else do you have for us? And obviously, credit cards are a problem, and even debit right. cards. You know, I thought, well, debit cards are better than credit cards in one sense, but uh, they also can be a problem because, like you said, uh, makes it too easy. It makes it too easy, and it makes it too hard to track. Right. If you do it on your own, again, there's other services out there that will help you do that. And some banks have actually contracted some of these other services that help you do that. And it shows you exactly what you're spending and how much on each category. Um, but but what I would say is here's another one. OK, this is kind of going on another uh, bad habit is that I hear a lot of people go, well, I'm going to use my credit card because I get points. Uh, OK, <laughs> Those points are costing you a lot of money if you're not paying it off every month and you're paying interest, okay? Yeah. Here's the point. You'd be much better off 
not using your credit card. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and, and paying cash for those points that you would have used on the airline or wherever, you know, and if it's a problem for you, cut them up or some people even freeze them in a block of ice. So if they really need to use it, they have to wait to to thaw it or try to get it out. And, and that process gives them time to, you know, you know, second, you know, think about what you're doing and what you want to buy. And a lot of times if you give it time, you'll realize, oh no, I don't want to spend that. Right. Exactly. It, that's a, it, you are you hit it right on the head. It's that instant gratification, Tony, and uh, to, of buying something now and then paying for it later. You know, that's um, that's what we're all about. Yeah, and you know me, Brock. Yeah. I want my pizza now. I need that instant <laughs> gratification. Well, it, I guess the point, though, is, Tony, <laughs> is that credit cards, uh, it can really be a bad deal and it can be a downward spiral of your financial outlook. And it, it's just my basic rule is if you're I mean, it's real simple. If you're not paying it off in full every single month, OK, you're not doing yourself any good. It's just, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I use a credit card. I use it for my business expenses because, you know, um, we, we do get points. And I, I'll just tell you, I've got the Southwest card, you know, because we do fly and um, it's, it's you know, we've got the companion. Pa- I mean, it's great. But I do pay it off every single month. You're disciplined make, enough. You're disciplined right, enough to right. not overspend with it and pay it off each and every month. So if, if you have the ability... Right. And there's a combination. If you have the financial ability slash discipline to pay it off and not overuse it, then that is awesome, right? Absolutely, it can be a good tool. Yeah. Um. But 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 you know, hey, look, some um people have good intentions and and want to think they're doing the right thing, but if you don't have enough of an emergency fund, that that that's really gonna be the oh, the, yeah. the bottom line, you know. If you don't have an emergency fund of six months worth of your expenses, and that's probably, you know, we're going to get to that in a second. That's probably another bad habit. But 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 then it's going to cause you if something happens medically, doesn't matter, and you have a big expense, you got to have a new roof, and you don't have the money, you know, as an emergency fund, guess what? You're going to probably put it on the credit card, and now we're going to start racking up interest yep. charges. Now, that's exactly it's, what happens. Well, you know what, though? We're going to have to save the rest for another show because we're out of time, Brock. It just oh, flew boy. by. Okay. Is there it anything did. else uh, that you want to add before we go? No, I, I would say that, you know, just the emergency fund, making sure you have that six months worth of expenses in your bank account. Don't use credit cards and just do the right thing. You know, categorize those needs and wants uh, and give us a call here. We, we'd be glad to talk to you about all of this and see how we can maybe potentially help you. 332-7855. Everybody have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation.
representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.